Welcome everyone, coming to you directly from the luxurious OLR studios, this is Templeton. This is Sweet Baby J. This is Murdoch. This is Kong. And this is the FMJ FMJ Podcast. Today's broadcast is brought to you by I Am Watching You P Security, the leader in internet security among all the people that we personally question. If you want your personal information and internet browser history to be protected, look no further than the talented internet security professionals at I Am Watching You P. Call and speak to one of our skilled professionals. So what are we talking about today, <laughs> fellas? Well, I think we're going to be discussing a little bit of the horror genre and Stephen King and his works. Mm. Yep. Stephen oh. King. Both, both his literary works and his um, film and television stuff. Now, I'll be real with you. I haven't really read any of the books, which I know I'm probably missing out on, but I've seen a lot of the movies. So how many here have read any of his books at any of them? I have. Okay. Which books have you read, Fred? Read the majority of the Dark Tower series. Okay. Um, He had an anthology called... um, Everything is eventual, which is just a bunch of short stories. Read that a few times. Um, I read it, but that has been many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's more. I can't remember. I got you. Okay. I yeah, have. I mean, uh, I've read none of them. I try. I started listening to the Dark Tower series, but uh, I was doing it at work, and honestly, I fucking got totally lost. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can get confusing. He's pretty, pretty wordy in a lot of his writing. Wordy he likes is an understatement. Yeah, he likes to go into very, very, very great detail about things. Yes, I mean, that's what makes a great writer. Is he? So, uh, like, I, he used to do like cocaine, right? When I'm he, sure when he did. He, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he's an alcoholic, but cocaine would not surprise me. It's not like he can't afford it, All right? I want to say one of his books, I mean, it was it was a regular story, but I think the undercurrent was like his fight with alcoholism, if I'm not mistaken. That's interesting. To go back on the on the wordy part, so I've, I've, I tried to read it a long time ago. I'm just not a reader. I'm more of a, a movie watcher. And one particular one was uh, Cujo. Love Cujo. I've okay. seen it many, many times. So, like old Murdoch, I was trying to do an audio book of Cujo. It was like, well, why not? Let's give this a try. And I was doing this at work while I was driving. And I swear to God, there's this one part, like in the beginning of the book, like it was like an hour uh, of just talking and a description. And it's like, this was like a two-minute part in the movie. And here <laughs> I am listening to this shit for an hour. And I'm like, this is just way too much. Yeah, I mean... I mean, if you think about it, he does have to, you know, cre- to create that scene. world for you. Right. right. You I mean, he, he painted the picture so bad. I was like, is this Cujo? Because like, <laughs> I, I didn't know this was the same fucking thing about it first. You're like, I'm no longer afraid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, wow. And that's that's the one drawback I would say from his writing is like, he's a good storyteller, but he can go into such detail that you start losing track of what's happening. I got gotcha. you. I gotcha. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say like, um, I know with the Dark Tower, uh, I I for one enjoyed the movie adaptation of it, 
again, I never read any of the books. Now, Templeton, I don't know if you've seen the movie or not. So, I just wanted your opinion. If you, I don't. Know I saw if, about ten minutes of the movie, and I just couldn't get into it. I gotcha. I don't know if you know, but from what I understand, the movie is not an adaptation of the books. It is like the completion of the books. It's like finishing where the book left off. I could be wrong, but like my friends that have read the books said that that's what the movie was. Really? Yeah. See, like no, I'd, the, I'd never heard that theory. Because like in the books, from what, you know, from what I know, like he has to keep climbing this tower, right? And like every time he gets to the right. top, he gets sent back down because he doesn't have the horn. But then, like at the end of the books, and Templeton, you could correct me if I'm wrong. He like gets the horn, but then it ends. It doesn't like tell his final climb. And then the yeah, movie, more or less. And then the movie is his final climb, where he has the horn. because uh, yeah, that was one of the major plot points of the film. Is that at the end you find out that this is not the first time he's been through this, right? This whole story, like he's done it countless times. See, now that would that would make sense. I was gonna, <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say that would make more sense. Now I'm gonna have to go back and get into that series of of books. So I can get like the entire the entire story because I actually enjoyed the movie. I mean, I did. it's funny you enjoyed it because like my the people I because I have a few friends who love the Dark Tower series and that's why I originally tried to listen to it. Um, mm-hmm. And they hated the fucking movie. I heard a lot of people disliked it. I did. That's why I was like, I don't know why I got so much hate. But then again, again, I'm coming from somebody who's never read the books before. But at the mm. same time, I. I mean, that kind of gives you a bias who, who, you know, Hunger Games, great example, who, you know, everybody who read the books was like, you know, this is nothing like the books. I'm like, well, the books there's are kind of. That's a common examples. argument. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a very common argument, like with any any movie, almost every movie has come from a book or a short story of some point, And right. it's never the same. No. no. I, get, I think as people get frustrated that. when they rewrite like major plot points, like Fight Club did that. Uh, I am Legend yeah. did that. I don't know if y'all ever read that book, but the movie was completely different. Um, same, mm. like they usually give like take the same basic premise and then twist it and so you're you know change it in certain ways. I'm with you. Um, yeah, I mean, there's always an element of they've got to decide what they can leave in and what they can take out because you can't have like an 18 hour movie. Exactly. You have um, to translate that. But when they start changing like major plot points or leaving things out that are kind of significant, that's when people start having a big problem. I, got I mean, in I Am Legend, they completely changed the whole main character. Like, the main character in the movie of I Am Legend is nothing like the main character in the book. Hmm. Are you talking about with, like, Will Smith? Yeah. So, and the now, way it I, ends, I've too, is not the same book, at all. But... So, I Am Legend is a remake of a, a movie of uh, The Last Man on Earth, and in that, the the creatures they're vampires. Yeah, they're that's not how it is cre- in the, it, the it, from what I, if I'm correct, it's based off a book. Like I've read the book, and the book is very short. Like so, if you guys ever wanted to check it out, you could check it out. The ending is completely different, and the ending of I Am Legend, the book, is epic as fuck. Because mm-hmm. like basically he's. He's um same kind of thing. There's vampires and whatever, whatever. But like at the end, he find like they kind of capture him, and he finds out like he's the monster now because he's the only human left. So like he's uh, their mon, he's their vampire because he keeps killing all of them and like taking away their family members and stuff. So like at the end of it, it's it's him like standing 
on this balcony like overlooking all of these vampires and it's the last line of the book is i am legend oh wow it's a nice little that's, twist. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little twist. To, you know, I, I mean, how badass do you have to be to have all those vampires fearing you though, to where you're now their fucking monster? Like you are a you're a bad motherfucker. It also yeah. means your name's probably Blade. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you probably look a little like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> but not to get off track from um from Stephen King. Um a lot of his movies have actually like not movies a lot of his books that have been turned into movies um have been i mean like the green mile was really good shawshank's one of his oh, right sure. yep. yes um i'm trying to who doesn't love the green mile the top of my head who does who does not love the green mile try to take it back boss <laughs> I, I was too late he killed him with they love boss <laughs> oh that movie that i i tear up every time at the end of the movie it's tough. Every time I it's watch tough. it, I tear up. Every time I see Barry Pepper starting to starting to tear up, and like I, I start tearing up, and that, and that thing, like when he said he killed him with his with their love. Yeah, like, he killed he that, killed him with their oh, love. Oh, that's just that's horrible. It's it's tough. He he hits you all up in the fields, and yeah, he he does a good job with that one. That has the other great scene I love, like uh, when he the uh, old Billy the kid grabs Percy. He's like, ooh. Your your noodle ain't limp at all, lover boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fucking nut. They they cast him really well. <laughs> Sam Rockwell's a good actor. Yes, and, he and is. all uh, was it Michael Duncan Clark? Um, Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan. Um, so I mean, he he's a pretty decent sized dude, but they did all kinds of camera tricks to make him look like a fucking giant. Yeah, because he's he, he didn't really fit like requirement but i mean you can work those camera angles well that's like tom cruise in every movie he's ever been in he looks normal but the dude he's a like fucking five midget. Too. yeah he's yeah. super small yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they do a lot to make you look taller hollywood magic i, I know it's a ama- it's amazing what they can freaking do to you now i do want to ask am i still the only person that like I'm 33, and I seen Pet Cemetery like so long ago. Am I the only person that like when he gets out of bed, I kind of like jump still? Dude, that movie scared the <laughs> shit out of me when I was a kid. That's the only movie, like the only horror movie or scary movie that ever like made me genuinely terrified. Was where it I the with, the, with the light yeah. on and shit. I get it. I've never. The seen sister it. is the creepiest part. No, for sure. Oh, oh but, Zelda or Zerelda or whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, but 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 I I think I'm the only person that like at 33 just still kind of hops out of bed to make sure nothing's gonna get me from underneath of it. I mean, right from the point where it was Gideon. I think his name was Gideon. Oh, that was the doctor. The uh, Pascal, Victor Pascal, when um he was laying on the slab with his head all busted open and he like lurched up and grabbed the doctor. Mm-hmm. I was, that was it for me, dude. I was yeah. terrified from that point on. Yeah, the, 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 the original Pet Cemetery was absolutely terrifying. Now, how did everybody feel about the remake? It was okay. It was a different story. Yeah. I, I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, like, I, feel, it, I feel like they did. They basically just, I don't know. I mean, I didn't dislike it. I did like it, but it's not the same Pet Cemetery. It's almost like a completely different story. I mean, it's it's more modern, and they did this twist, like with the with the older with the sister instead of the, the little boy. 
but they went a little bit more in depth because they're like she was talking she's like was talking about what was there afterwards after dying what was there and it was nothing so like to me like that that was really creepy and especially I mean stuff with kids creepy little kids just creep me the it's fuck out. It's always creepy, right? Mm-hmm. It's always creepy. Where they if they if they're singing like a creepy song or doing some weird like like The Shining, where where Danny's you know running down the hallway and and the two That's little wow. twins are like come play with us oh, Danny. Yeah. You're like, you mm-hmm. fucking horse, <laughs> get get away from me, <laughs> fucking bitches. Oh, but that's that's another good one, The Shining. Mm-hmm. I I I love that movie. That, that one was uh, you know pretty terrifying. If I'm not mistaken, Stephen King did not like hates it. He old, hates it. Did not did not really like whoever. Mm. What was his reasoning behind it? That I don't know. And then you know what's funny? The only reason I know that Kong is because of Ready Player One. Ready Player One is a phenomenal a movie. movie. Yeah, I, movie. I, that is one of the better movies I've seen in the last 10 years. And Absolutely. there's so much reference to all kinds of stuff. And it has a big little, uh, it has a, a nice shining scene in the fucking movie. It's great. Mm. Yeah. And that's why, because the clue that leads them to the shining is it's like something, you know, a creator who hates his creation. That's um, right. That's right. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that, since I've seen that movie, actually. The, not to get off track again, but I guess real quick with this, uh, the author of Ready Player One just finished Ready Player Two, and it was published not long ago. <laughs> so I would expect a movie uh, at some point. I yeah. hope so. I hope so. Maybe within the next five years or so, I guess. However long it takes them to come up with the screenplay and all that. They just need to. They need to make that suit uh, become a reality, so I could be watching dirty stuff and. And oh feeling it, I, I, dude. I'm convinced that that will be a reality. And I, I don't have a time frame, but like 20, 30 years, like half the population is going to disappear into virtual reality. They can make it, sure right. they make size four XL, baby. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Kenny will take a second mortgage on his house to get a real feel suit, so he can fucking exactly. Oh yeah. And exactly. my wife will get a second job. <laughs> Good bitch, go make that money so I can feel these things. The best part is it'll be some other fat dude, you know, in Arkansas hey. rubbing on him. Like, in, uh, like remember, uh, one, the gamer, the gamer had that fat guy. He's like dipping the the fucking waffle and syrup getting yep. all over yeah. him. <laughs> Two fat guys going at each other. Oh, that's exactly what it's gonna be, man. They, as long as they make it feel real, and I don't know what's really behind the screen. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. that, that wouldn't bother you at all? Like, I don't know who the fuck this is, really is. Like, It's his Kong you're talking to, man. Remember it's, that. Like, it's like the world's greatest glory hole, essentially. I was, I was just thinking glory <laughs> hole, man. It is a virtual glory <laughs> hole. You just have no idea who it is. You're like, it, it could be a guy, could be a girl. I don't know. Who knows? Let's roll the dice. <laughs> Have you ever heard uh, Tom Segura's stand up where he's talking about glory holes? No, no. He so he goes to this. Uh, he goes to a porn shop, right? He, so when he was in college, like he looked older and he never got ID'd. So all his friends had him go to the porn store, porn store, and get him get him all this porn because you know, like the internet really wasn't a thing back then. So he went to the porn store with a fucking grocery list and is just like picking shit out. Uh. And when he got to the register, the guy's like, hey, man, I think you'd really like it here. And he hands him an address and he's like, "Okay." So he goes to this address and it's like a fucking blank warehouse. 
with one car in, in the thing. And, like, he goes in, and it's a porn store, but, like, there's this, you know, this guy working it with, like, missing teeth and shit. And, uh, oh, wow. and he goes in, and he's like, hey, uh, you know, the, they, they told me I should come here. And he's like, yeah, Buster, we got this, this, and this. And there's even a little hole back there. You stick your pee-pee through it, and someone will, someone will <laughs> you know, suck you off. And he's like... He's like, he looks at the guy and he goes, is it a girl on the other side? And the guy looks at him and goes, you see any other cars in that parking lot, Buster? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I hope he ran. I hope he ran as fast as he could. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's good, actually. That's a a good one. His stand-up's great if you've never seen it. Um, no, is, is it on Netflix? Can I catch it there? Mm-hmm. All, I think all of his specials nice. are on Netflix. They're hilarious. I'm, I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, following up on The Shining, did anybody catch uh, Dr. Sleep? No. I know, I think... I haven't seen it or read it. Oh, my goodness. I've watched that thing probably five times now. It is so good. Uh, we went... It was me, you, and Chauncey went and watched yeah, I'm that. Pretty sh- yeah, I'm pretty sure. I was going to say Kong. I think we, me and you went with, with Chauncey. So, That's what- I was fucking with your with your brother, hardcore, before we went to the movie. Uh, <laughs> because cause I know, I think, didn't Jamie and Emily went with us? Yes. Yes. So I know Emily Emily likes a lot of things that he does not like. Correct. And you, Jamie, you know, she likes horror stuff. So like we, we're all very familiar with The Shining. And Chauncey, he was acting like he was excited to see it. And I just kept fucking with him and kept saying, like, dude, what about the snakes? Yeah. What do you think about the snakes from The Shining? He just kept going on and on and on and running my mouth about snakes. Like, what did you think about the snakes? And like, he didn't want to an answer because he didn't know if I was trolling him or not because he did not honestly know. And we're sitting here watching the movie right, right before it starts. Like, Watch for these snakes. <laughs> he, he was he was so done with your bullshit that day. <laughs> he was like, "If you don't shut the fuck up." <laughs> yeah, the snake scene oh, in The Shining is crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, nuts. Right. <laughs> it's <very crazy. laughs> It'll fuck you up, man. It'll give you nightmares. <laughs> this is the scariest part of the whole movie. Oh, it's like I already, already like because you already know like what, like he's reading the text message like his face is like tilted up and I ain't gonna listen to your bullshit like I, I know the look on his face like what I'm as I'm typing it did he did he at any point look over to you and be like you stop that you white devil <laughs> no he didn't call me a white devil probably should have though he he probably called up DMX and said hey man get your boy over here. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was at the record store two days ago, and I'm fucking flipping through uh, new arrivals. Motherfucker, there was a DMX record in that, and they never got DMX in the new arrivals. I was going to say, was how the so fuck mad. Is, how did you wind up in new arrivals? Like, here's It's Dark and Hell is Hot. <laughs> it came well, out in the uh, 90s. Like, uh, like, new arrival used. I like I like going through the used section, because it's like finding treasure, and that definitely was not treasure, in my opinion. <laughs> you should have bought it just to burn it. You should have bought it so no one else would have to listen to it or could listen to it. That that'd have been pretty nice. But I I did I I love Doctor Sleep. Yeah, oh. it was. I like how they did that. Like I mean, it it been a it been a while, obviously, for a sequel to The Shining to pop up. But 
I mean, and I mean, and it, it was done well. Like it paid really good respect to the to the original. I thought for sure. Um, and then the little flashback scenes, like I mean, you could tell stuff is like a little bit different, but they did a really good job with it. Yeah, and even they, they got the woman like the the she kind of looks like old Shelley Duvall. Yes, and like it, it was really good. Yeah. So it's a sequel. I, to I, the I enjoyed the hell out. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that Doctor Sleep, Sleep is. Yeah, yeah, that was Doctor Sleep, mm. and they did really well with it. I mean, it was it was a damn good movie. I was impressed. Fuck hey, because because I, I like I like the fact like they should like well this dude definitely like I mean he he sees dead people he hears dead people, and he's coping with it growing up from a teenager to an adult and drugs and alcohol are, are definitely is what helps suppresses it mm-hmm. and, and keeps him going. And like if you guys haven't watched it, I mean. It, you, you need to. It is phenomenal. You are, you're uh, missing out on a on a damn good movie. I'm just gonna tell you, any of the movies in this in this list that are horror genre, I'm just I'm never gonna see. Why? Come on, man. Nut up. Horror. We've been through this. <laughs> Nut up. Are you, are you, Nut you up. Get scared or you just don't? Yeah, like he gets. It? I don't like he wets it. Himself. I don't like it. When I was a kid, um, let's say seven, eight, nine, something like that. My uh, my cousin like held me down and forced me to watch. Some horror movie. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember being literally terrified the entire time and just wanted to leave. And uh, probably Chuck. I've tried watching horror like as an adult, and it gives me the same kind mm-hmm. of feeling. So I'm just not into it. I gotcha. See, like I wish I got the feeling of being scared watching something. Like I've just watched so much. Nine times out of ten, like I know what's going to happen before it happens because I've just it's your typical cliche stuff. Every once in a while, somebody's going to throw a curveball out, and it actually, I get like a half second jump scare, yeah. you know. But I don't know. Didn't they make a do a remake of The Shining? So they they did. I want to say that came out in like ninety to ninety five ish, maybe. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, it was like a like a TV a made for TV movie. Yeah, it uh, was. And it's it's absolutely horrible. Yeah, I remember seeing it, but I can't remember who was in it. And like they changed the ending, it was it's it was forgettable. Weird. It's forgettable. That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, no, uh, they they did it. They did a couple of his novellas. Like they adapted a couple of them on Netflix. I don't know if mm-hmm. anybody's watched them. They did uh, nineteen twenty two and Into the Tall Grass. Well, did you see Jay? Did you see fourteen oh eight with um? Yes, John that, Cusack. Yeah, that was. The original story for that was only about five or somewhere between five and ten pages long was all that was really written. and they turned that into a feature length film from that one of my favorite movies by the way yeah that book i told you about everything's eventual that's where that story comes from it's just a short story from that book really it's yeah. been a long time since i've seen it i remember i i enjoyed it but i do also remember it was it was weird as shit though too it was it was it was more it was one more of his trippier movies out there but yeah, well, they don't ever really explain what happened, like throughout the entire no. movie. No, they don't. <laughs> now, I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't think I saw uh, Into Tall Grass. The the nineteen twenty two. I want to say I watched it, but I was not a big fan of it. Oh my! It wasn't God, bad. Dude. So you guys talking about all these different um, Stephen King movies that I've never even heard of? I just went on Google and said, "How many Stephen King movies are there? At least eighty. There's a lot." At least, yeah. There's 86. a lot. But I mean, I bet you've seen some. They're like uh, Stand By I've Me. I've seen no, yeah. no, yeah. I've seen, I've definitely it's seen a classic some. coming of age. Yeah, 
Well, and that was not a horror movie. A lot of the stuff he no. writes isn't isn't horror, or he's just got writing credits on a lot of things like that. He didn't like write a book, or he didn't make that movie, but he's got writing credits on it. So correct. Mm. As they even said, like Shawshank. Shawshank is a is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite. He wrote Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually Dreamcatch. seen Dreamcatcher, which was a isn't good the, one. Isn't that is that the movie where the things bite off your dick? Or bite off the dude's dick uh, while he's peeing in the snow? Uh, no. <coughs> well, that, maybe I haven't seen it. It might have been. Yeah, it's, I know it's, it's like a, a it's like a snowy forest kind of thing, and it's like an mm-hmm. alien thing. Yeah, 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 it's quite possible. He, he, he shits him out. He sh- he shits him out in the bathroom. Yeah, but then yeah, at the, not, in the beginning, there's like a dude peeing in the snow, and I'm pretty sure he gets his. Dick I think, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, oh, yeah. What's the dude's name that directed uh, Shawshank? Mm, hold on, I've got it right here. So it's like Robert something. Uh, Frank, wait. Oh, uh, Frank uh, Durant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank, Frank Darabont. 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 Yeah, so he, he does that, and if I'm not mistaken, he does Green Mile, and he went on to do. He did uh, do Green Mile. Walking as well. Dead. Oh, really? He also did The Mist. Yo, has it? The Mist is a great movie. Is that the I one where the dude, them. like, where his whole family kills himself at the end and then, like, the army comes through? Yeah. No. Like the, it's worse. It's worse. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. Like, he kills his so whole family or something, right? He he kills his son. Yes. Because, like, the mist is there and, like, they hear the monsters. Is like, he's like, am I going to let the monster kill my son or am I going to do it and I'm going to face the monster? Like yeah. he doesn't want to, he doesn't want his kid to go through that, so he does it. And then the fucking army is there, and it's like, Jesus Yo, that, Christ, I that killed my fucking fucked kid. Me up. Yeah, that ending fucked me up. I was like, oh, like stab me in the heart. Uh oh, is Kong yelling at somebody? He's yelling at his kids. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Shut up, you white <laughs> devils! Go to bed. <laughs> The white spawns of white Satan. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, we have a great view of Kong right now, just absolutely disciplining his children while they're yelling in the background. <laughs> uh, they're, they're demons, man. What can I say? Well, well, what can we say? You're the white devil, so they should be demons. Yeah, yeah. you spawn them. <laughs> oh shit oh goodness uh, so what, what, <laughs> where were we <laughs> what are uh, what are some of your guys' uh, favorite Stephen King movies I mean my oh, favorite God, of all time is probably Shawshank like it's a great movie Shawshank yeah. yeah probably one of my favorite movies just in general mm. sometimes Andy fought off the sisters sometimes, sometimes he did, he did. <laughs> Plus, I, 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 I mean, go ahead. Morgan Freeman narrating the whole thing like just makes it so good. I mean, oh yeah, he is oh, God. Yeah. yeah, literally. Like if I wanted, to, if I, I, my life was important yeah. and I wanted to somebody to narrate my life, that's who I would pick. Absolutely. The white devil was born. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so fitting. It yeah. would be so fitting. Uh, he had never been called a white devil. <laughs> this was the first. <laughs> oh man! And uh, that prison where that was filmed at—it's only I think three hours away from us. Oh, yeah. really? Like that. It's up in Ohio, Mainsville, Ohio. 
Hmm. Oh, I think or I, Mansfield, Ohio. Maybe not. I went to a biker rally up by a prison when I was like eighteen. You do kind oh, of look like a biker. No, 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 the fuck he doesn't. No, no, you up there on no, a tricycle, like trying to be a this, this is what happened. I was living with a guy, and he had, he went like every year. It's the Chillicothe Biker Radio, and he was like, "Dude, it's just chicks getting fucking drunk and taking their tops off, and there's like trailers with stripper poles." So I was like, "Fuck it, let's go." And he did not lie. That is exactly what it fucking was. It's like Mardi Gras in Ohio. Like you, you take beads wow. and like. I, there was a, a booth that had a spin wheel, and like you spin the mm. wheel, and you'd get a shot, but you had to do whatever was on the wheel. So like, w- like one was like a car wash, and you had to let a chick take a baby wipe and like wash your dick off. Uh, wow. One was like spank, and it was crazy because like these chicks are walking around butt ass naked, right? But the minute a cop saw a dude pull his penis out, arrested. That Nobody was wants it. to see no peepees. <laughs> this ain't no sausage fest, bro. Instead of getting beads thrown at them, they're getting cans of Copenhagen thrown at them. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. Especially in Chillicothe, Ohio. What the fuck? I mean, I definitely felt out out of place. Don't get me wrong. Most of the guys there were like mid-40s wearing leathers. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it was a biker rodeo for sure. But I I got out alive. (laughs) Murdoch said, and I do not belong here. If there's any hardcore bikers out there listening to this, please know that we're joking and we're very timid people. <laughs> Don't come and find us. Wow. So, Templeton, what what were some of your favorite uh, Stephen King movies? Um, the Shining, we said. Um, I liked Stand By Me, Green Mile. I was a big fan of um, It. The miniseries and the newer movie that just came out. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, Christine and Carrie. Christine, I, I I've actually got to see the Christine car in person. Really? It was a Plymouth? Yeah. Was it Fury? Uh, Fifty-eight Plymouth Fury. Is that the nice. movie where like the car comes alive and yeah. like kills people? Yep. Yeah. When you say it like that, you make it sound like it's so lame. <laughs> It's much cooler than that. It plays 50 music to talk to you. And it, it heals itself. It fixes its dents. Like, come on, like, be a little bit more dramatic when you're talking it, about it. It's like, is that, the, is that the movie about the car that kills people? Yes! It does, it does undermine it a little bit. When I mean, it it's like an evil kit, right? I wouldn't say an evil kit because I think kit would whip Christine's ass, just saying. I'm just going to throw that out there. No. I will say, you, yeah, you bring why it not? Up, you bring up that movie. You know a show that does a lot of Stephen King stuff? There's actually two of them, I guess. They're made by the same people. The Simpsons and Futurama. They have a lot of Stephen King like um, episodes. Where they're, well, they, they're, they're big of, on their pop culture yeah, references. Yeah. And stuff. So, Steve, Simpsons does everything, though. Oh, yeah. Simpsons did it. Hmm. I mean, if you've been on for what thirty freaking years, eighty-eight or eighty-nine, that show came out. Yeah, uh, you've you've been on that long. You're gonna you're gonna touch on probably everything. You know what I mean? I'm so surprised with, uh, it's still going with uh, Christine. So we got to see the car in person, and um, I can't remember if Jamie did or not, but we got pictures where like. The guy, like he had like this, uh, like a road carpet kind of thing underneath Christine, and you could climb underneath the car and get a picture, like like it's running you over. 
Oh, that's cool. And so the dude that owns it, I actually got to do a podcast interview with him on a different podcast I used to do. And I, I the one thing I do remember that was really cool is that so the Christine car, its birthday, the day it was made, was October thirty first, nineteen fifty eight. Huh. So that's wow. Cool. Yep. Uh, that's 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 a neat yes. little tidbit. For those of you at home that do not know, that is Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they pay attention to that. I love you, Templeton. You're so great. I know so, I am. And, any other ones? Or so you said. Uh, right. You said Christine and Shining Stay by Me. What else? He said Carrie. Yeah, Carrie. Carrie. I, I, that that is definitely a great one. And that 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 is one of the first. I think the first movie I remember like. You got to see Bush. And I'm talking like in the opening credits. Yeah. Like you, you saw some '70s Bush in that. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> this, is what, this is what pussy in the '70s used to look like. <laughs> so, growing growing up, uh, our, you can ask my sister about this. So there was this woman. Whoa! Uh, when I was a kid, she walked up and down our street all day and night, every day. And I swear to God, like she always had like this black faded kind of dress on her hair like she looked just like carrie's mother and every time we would see her we would run to our porch because we was afraid she's going to snatch us yeah i can I imagine that story was going a different direction i didn't see <laughs> yeah you, you went from, did not show went, the bush i was gonna say you went you were talking about bush and you're like you can ask my sister and i'm like whoa <laughs> It wasn't not interesting that quite. We're, we're in northern Kentucky. We're not in southern. All right. Yeah, we're not that far south. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was oh, an interesting no. segue there, though, Colin. So, uh, there, old sweet baby Jay. Yes, what sir. is uh, some of your favorites? Um, the Green Mile for sure. I watched the Green Mile like almost every day. That you know, back when it first came out, it was like one of one of my favorite, one of my go tos. Um. The Mist. I did enjoy it, uh, like the original. I, I I did watch the remakes. They did a decent job, but I don't know something about it. nothing beats the original. I don't the, think the first half I think is much better than the second half. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's it's that way in both the original and the remake. Right, the right. Fr- chapter one is always is for some reason it's always been better than chapter two. And I think my issue with what what uh, chapter two the, with the original one, I was like. The big reveal was like it's a it's like a giant. He was like a giant spider, and I was like, I could have just hit him with a can of raid. <laughs> right. So <laughs> been fucking done now in it chapter two though, and in, in the remake uh, chapter two, like they emphasize about the ending sucks. Like they yeah. keep bringing that up, and I I, I want to say like like because even Stephen King's in it, and so you get that kind of like a. It, it's a funny thing, but I, I I think he knows that that ending sucks. And he's yeah. just he's going with it. It is what yeah. it is. Like I've already done sure. it. Right. So <laughs> like I, I definitely agree. Like the, the first half is definitely much better. And like now the miniseries, so like the first one was a miniseries, like for a, a TV app uh TV miniseries. Yeah. And so the guy that directed that is Tommy Lee Wallace, who actually helped do um Halloween. Okay. And you know the like the famous scene where Michael Myers like he busts through the closet. Mm-hmm. That's Tommy Lee Wallace doing that. Okay. It's interesting. See, you're just full of all kinds of cool information with this, man. With with horror, yes. Like other things, yeah. not so much. Um and Murdoch, what, what was some of yours? 
We'll uh, get back mine to were, No, mine were... Um, <laughs> I mean, I already said... I mean, he just dick pic I said, guys. I got chili coffee coming up. I already said he just wasn't listening. No, mine was um, Shawshank and, like, Green Mile. I honestly didn't like Stand By Me. Those are the three that, like, I've seen all the way through that I can remember. How do you not like that? That's a great movie. It was, like, it seemed pointless. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. It was, like, okay, these guys go, and they find a dead body, and then they come Y'all want to see a dead body? (laughs) And then You got to think, like, this is, what is that, like, the 50s that's supposed to be taking place in? Yeah. I think so. I mean, I think dead body. I mean, like we're desensitized youth here. Like yeah, we can, that was we a can big Google deal dead bodies all day long. Like right. that was so, that was a big thing. There's no cable, no internet. <laughs> the internet was not invented. Yet. So I, I mean, I the literally one, saw Stand by Me for the first time maybe five years ago, and it oh just, well, Jesus! It was like my friend said you should watch it, so we watched it, and then I was like, not getting that hour and a half back. <laughs> 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 wow that's horrible well i mean i don't even the... want to talk the rest of this time here i might just say <laughs> wow <laughs> you heard him you heard him <laughs> again kong show me on this archer <laughs> where where right Murdoch there right there <laughs> right here right yes exactly there <laughs> it's just it's you know i'm not knocking it it's just not my cup of tea i, I wasn't and uh... that's fair that's fair. It's not for everybody, obviously. I hope the woman in us, not us, but uh, Get Out serves you a cup of tea. Ah. Uh. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. It's okay. I know the movies, a horror movie where like some people <laughs> trap some it. other people and then this is, they got to the the get out. <laughs> Hence the name Get Out. That's very clever. Like, when I when I actually googled the movie like to see what it was about, that's exactly what it said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same synopsis that I read. <laughs> right. Look at so me, like, uh... so I, I mean, I like a bunch of them though. Uh, you guys already named, you know, of course, The Shining. Uh, Carrie is definitely a top one. Uh, Creep Show. He helped do um, story yep. on Creep Show. Yeah, yeah. Cujo. Which I got mm-hmm. to meet the mom for Cujo. Her yeah. name's Dee Walls. Such such a nice lady, and super sweet. Like you meet her, and she's also, she's the mom from ET. You know, mm-hmm. like super sweet woman. And so we took her um, her Cujo poster. We have an original one sheet of it, and we took it to. So she signed it, and I was like, I want you to put a quote on it, but like, I feel bad or even awful like to ask you. She's like. You want me to put "fuck you, dog," don't you? And yeah. I was like, yes, yeah. I do. Pretty pleased. Yeah. And she did, and put a little smiley face next to it. So she was really cool about it. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, the Dead Zone. Do you guys ever see the Dead okay. Zone? Christopher Walken. I'm familiar with it, but I haven't seen it. That yeah. turned into a, a, a TV series. You got Children of the Corn. Yeah. Uh, that was Cat's a good Eye. One. Uh, Fred, you was uh, Templeton. You was talking about the how do you say it? Nabella? Am I saying that right? Yeah, the novella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds very nice when you say it like that. Uh, Silver <laughs> Bullet was like that. Uh, oh, man, I forgot about Silver Bullet. I love that yeah, movie. Silver when I Bullet. Yeah, fucking Gary Busey is drunk ass in that movie. Yeah. How am I doing, Gary Busey? You're doing great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, that was a Emilio Estevez and what Maximum. A- o- so Maximum Overdrive, like Stephen King actually directed that one. And, really? Yeah, and. and 
it did not do well at the theaters like at all. Yeah, it's, like, well. it has, it's cult following now, but um, can't win them all. <laughs> the, the Running Man. Have you guys seen that? That was a, yeah, Murdoch, that was a good one. The The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You mm-hmm. betcha. You've Never not seen that. that one. Nope. Tales from the Crypt. Nope. Misery. Yeah, that was a good one. Misery's the one where the chick like locks the dude up, right, and keeps fucking him up so he can't leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen bits and pieces, like the part where she fucking puts the wood block between his legs and then smashes his foot. I was like, what the fuck? When I see that, like, I get like that, like that hurt kind of pain, like in your chest. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. He's like, please no, Annie. No, Annie. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like watching a YouTube video where a guy crushes his nuts on a rail or something. Yeah. Dating, and you right. feel it. You're like, oh, brother. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. What about hey, a hey, firestarter? I'm, I'm a. I. It's okay. I, that's I, I, that's I, Drew, little Drew Barrymore too, right? Yeah. That that's little Drew Barrymore. Uh, now they did make the uh, they did make that TV series. It was a miniseries. But it was like it was the sequel. It was uh, rekindled, where she was all grown up and uh, going through like high school and all that kind of shit. That's weird. It was it was not that good of a miniseries, to be quite honest with you. But I mean, it was, you know, Firestarter two. <laughs> so. Right. Uh, you guys, what about sometimes they come back? Have any of you guys seen that one? Yes. Yeah, and the sequel. Yeah, I love it. There's uh, three of them. They're all together. Two oh, and three. Two and three are—I mean—they're absolutely they're awful, but the the first one, I've seen that so many times. Um, that was one of the first Stephen King movies I ever got to see. Uh, what about Sleepwalkers? You guys, are... I don't think I've seen Sleepwalkers. Yeah. With the cat? I didn't catch that one. The no, cat I didn't catch that one. Needful things. The cat people. Yeah. Tommy Knockers. Tommy Knockers. Like I remember watching that um, with. Uh, with my buddy and I, I don't remember liking it except I remember there was something about what's his name uh, oh uh, what's the dude's name in the movie uh, Fred the main dude oh, dude it's been probably 15 years since I saw that right he's in uh, I know he's he's in Sons of Anarchy he was in like on a cop show it's like Jimmy something uh, Jimmy Smits I think so maybe but I remember, like, in, in that, or maybe it's not, the, it's either, the, I think it's the Tommy Knockers, uh, where they, and they, they had to pull out their teeth or some shit the, mm-hmm. so the, the creatures don't get them or whatever. What? Um, but I, I, uh, what about the Thinner or Dolores Claiborne? Thinner. I, I remember, yeah, I remember watching Thinner when I was a kid, like 90, 96. I was, I was, Kind of old enough to know what the hell is going on. <laughs> that one I, I remember distinctively because, like, I saw the poster at the video store and it was out. Like, they only had one copy of this fucking movie. Really? And I had my mom try me, drive me down there almost every day for, like, two weeks. And I was calling the video store, like, every other hour. And, like, they told me, it's like, do not call back. We'll <laughs> the movie for you. And it was, like, damn near a month of me going there before I finally got to check out that VHS copy to fucking wow. watch it. And like young kids today will never know I was the struggles of nope. going to the theater of video nope. store. I was literally I did like it. I, I did enjoy the movie. Thinner Thinner was a Thinner was a good one. And like I said, I remember watching that one a lot. Um 
The Lawnmower Man. Oh, yes. That's a great one. Yeah, that, that was a good one. That was definitely a good one. So I remember uh, one summer, uh, summer off of school, uh, me and Bugsy were trying to find something to watch, and we found The Stand. Now, The Stand oh. is like a six fucking hours or nine hours. I mean, it's something incredible. I mean, and that was really long for its day. Yeah. And we fucking watched that. And there's the he's talk Murdoch's talking about the hour and a half wasted of his life. I wasted like six or nine hours to watch this. And it was just awful. Uh but it has uh the dude from uh, uh Coach, the big blonde dumb guy and coach. So oh, he's, he's like, yeah, so he, but, so he's in the stand and he just keeps in the whole damn movie he's like M O O N. Spells moon, <laughs> dude. You know, oh, they remade Think that. Of that. Wonderful. So they, yeah, I haven't re- got to see it. My friends watch. My roommates watching it because he he showed me the new clip of that exact scene where the guy's like M O O N. That spells, and it's moon. not moon. No, but he doesn't say moon. He says any really? other word but moon. He'll be like, you know what they say, M O O N. That spells potato. Like he just what the fuck because the guy has like some kind of mental thing like he has oh, right, he doesn't right. have a yeah he's like autistic or something um i gotcha because my friend showed me that clip and was like hey this is like our one friend and i just started dying laughing <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up <laughs> murdoch's like but it wasn't untrue <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't <laughs> if we're being honest <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, so I mean, Stephen King has—I mean, he's got a lot. He's got a lot to his name, and rightfully so. Yeah, I would say that no matter what generation you're from, at least from our parents out, there's some film that he's made that has had some sort of impact. Has, on is he? Still you guys like writing? the Secret Window? Secret Window was good. I did. I did enjoy that. That was a. That was one of my favorite, more enjoyable Johnny Depp movies too. Never seen it, but um, yeah. Murdoch, I, I I would assume he's right. He probably not at the great lengths as he once was. Like the dude's like seventy three. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure he's still writing. Um, his son, his son's a writer. He's an accomplished author himself. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. You guys know that he has a son named Joe, right? I'm not joking, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dad joke of the hour. <laughs> That was well, well played. I bet you Googled that and you waited this whole hour to have to say it. You waited this whole time for that joke. I honestly almost, I almost started the the podcast with that joke. (laughs) But you segued me into it so good. I was like, here it is, boys. This is what we're playing. He knew knew it was going to (laughs) happen. So what do they, now what do they call it when, is it like a, when they when the writer uses a different name, is it just a pseudonym yeah, or a, a pen name? Sometimes. Yeah. So like he, uh, his son used a different name because he wanted the people to judge his books on his work and not his father's work. Mm-hmm. Which and, makes and sense. He's, and he's very he's very accomplished himself. There's a lot of famous authors that have done that, like at some point in their career. Yeah, like yeah. Mark Twain did it. Uh, I mean, I think is Mark Twain hit the the guy's pseudonym or no? I don't fucking know. I don't read enough. I don't. I'm, but I'm pretty sure Mark Twain had a, had a pseudonym that he used. I don't know if Mark Twain was a pseudo, though. 
So uh, more, more modern, more modern one uh, is uh, oh, yeah, eleven twenty two sixty three. Have you guys got to see that yet? Mm-mm. No, no, you haven't heard of that, son. Eleven twenty two sixty three. So, uh, you guys, like, if you want the, I guess I don't. It's like a book series, but they had a, a mini series that um, Hulu made, and stars James Franco. So, the plot of the thing is, is like, so he goes to this diner. I mean, it's modern day, and the guy that owns the diner runs and runs it. He gets James Franco. He convinces him. He tells him like. If you go in this closet, in this diner, you walk in this closet, you are going to walk into 1963. And so he goes in it, and sure enough, it is. And the guy convinces him to go back in time to try to stop the assassination of JFK. Oh, I remember and, seeing previews for that, and I wanted to watch it. Yeah, it, I mean, it's really good. So, like, so, like, so 11 is a date that it happens, but like when he goes back in time, it's like, like 1961 or something like that. So he has to stay back in time for two oh. years to get to that point to try to do it. Now, like no matter like if he stays there a day, a month, a year, when you come back, only two minutes have passed. Mm. But you still really, age, but you still age whatever you age there. But the time is only two minutes difference of when you left. So that's where Akira Toriyama got his idea for the hyperbolic time chamber. Got it. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> but it, it, it's a it's a great miniseries. If you guys have not watched it, I I highly recommend it. And I'm sure it's still on Hulu. I don't think I have Hulu. I, I, I was gonna say, I go ahead and just Hulu. send us all your password, and we'll. Uh, we'll yeah, watch let's yeah do that. Sure. I, I I can't do just that kidding, Hulu. And we're not mother, gonna tell us what it is. My mother what gives it is. me the password. I Come share on, my Netflix with my mother. She shares the Hulu with me. That's how it works. Lord, and then you share her Hulu with all your friends. Everybody else. <laughs> Seems fair to me. I think so. Kong, give us give us your give us your password to Hulu. Give us your mom's password to Hulu. Yeah, just put it out on the podcast. It's uh okay. Yeah, right pa- now. The password is uh white devil six six six. I doubt that, but I hope it is. Capital, <laughs> I'm going to go try it right now. Capital W, capital D. Doesn't... Um, All caps. Doesn't, <laughs> what's his name? Um, have a song that starts like, they call me White Devil, Black Jesus, or something like that. Who? That song? I've never heard a song like that. Mm, unfamiliar with that. One moment, I'm going to analyze. Kong, Kong just made that song up. I was going to say, I think you're just trying to make yourself feel a little bit better. I think that's what it is. Misery loves company, Kong. <laughs> uh, now, there is one I do want to see from Stephen King, Gerald's Game. I know it's on Netflix, but I haven't watched it yet. I don't even I know like what it's about. What, what that one's about. Um, this guy, his name is Gerald, and he's he got a game, a game that he plays. <laughs> 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 Way to go, Templeton! No, but like I guess I, I've seen the trailer, and it's like this this guy, and I guess his wife or whatever. I don't really know what she is to him, but they get they get into like this. Weird, like, devil, it sounded like you, Kong. <laughs> no, it's uh, Everlast. <laughs> it sounded like you, Kong. But um, they they go to this like cabin or something like for a getaway, and they get into like some real kinky like you know. The, uh, some, some, she, basic kind of like he handcuffs her to the bed and she winds up like 
dying. Oh, that's that movie on Netflix. Yeah. Either she's handcuffed to the bed. Yeah, she's handcuffed to the bed, and he dies. So she's kind of like, how the fuck do I get out of here? (laughs) So it's like an escape room movie. In a way, yeah. But Hmm. like I said, it's something I've wanted to check out on Netflix for a while now. So I have it on my list. I got a lot on my list I need to I, I watched uh, – I did not finish it. I've watched a little bit more than half. It just – it didn't keep my attention enough. But I do remember it. Like, the premise is good, but I, I guess I got bored. I mean, I could see you getting bored because you're like, I hate this movie. It's not Michael Myers. Man. <laughs> well, just so you know, like uh, – Halloween Kills comes out this October. I'm really okay, excited so, for it. So, so just, just FYI, all right? And you like called Halloween Kills? Probably. No. I, I, I'm not going to lie, okay? When they came out with the new Halloween, the latest one, it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. But I, I hate the fact that I could still call what the fuck was going to happen, especially at the end of a movie. When they, when they supposedly trap him in this inescapable trap of a basement, and then they light it on fire, and I was like, let me guess, he's not going to be down there anymore. How the fuck does he escape from a basement with no windows and only one way in and out? I was like, what ass pull are they going to do this time around? Because they have well, to keep not, making Halloween I'm sure they're going to show it. And, I, I mean... Cash grab. That's all those series are. That's how I feel about all those horror movies. It's like the house is burning. It's not like they're going to fucking stand inside and watch him burn. So they're going to leave, and he's going to get out of the one way. But it closed. They closed it. Look, I understand fires. that, but he, he it, he's a very strong person. What does that even mean? He was, he was our, <laughs> that means he, was that already means he kicked gone. your ass. It means he that he tunneled his way out of – He started punching through the concrete in the basement and then burrowed his way out, okay? <laughs> Look, he found, he found those, one weak point in the foundation. Those <laughs> movies, that, all those movies, that, that's what bothers you. Just need to die. Like the mm-hmm. Halloweens, the Nightmares, the Jasons. You've done it enough. Like find a different oh, thing to do. I'm just saying. Honestly, like I think they could do Joe. I don't even know what that means. I just know they've made way Joe's too mama. many of all those movies. <laughs> Got him. That was lame. That was lame as fuck. That was lame as fuck. <laughs> so, I, I highly disagree. I, I love all those franchises that you're talking about. Now, granted, like, you know, when you get up to where you can say, well, this is the 12th film in the series, like, I, I can see why there, there's a little little hesitation to watch it or to even try to enjoy it. But being a, a horror fan, like, you want to see that franchise live on and, and continue. I'm sure there's something that you watch... But don't they get worse, like, as they go on? Like, isn't it just, like, each movie is just progressively worse? Like like Jay was saying, like, I know exactly what's going to happen every movie because they're just the same movie over and over and over and over. This one, the the last one had a a much darker feel to it than the the ones before. And, yes, you could say, like, they progressively get worse, but in some cases... You know, that's not always the case. Some of, like, um, Friday the 13th. Like, I mean, the first one, everybody loves the first one, but then you have a lot of fan favorites. That is part three. I or mean, come Nightmare on. Nightmare on Elm Street. The three Dream Warriors is is a very mm. 
highly uh, liked film, and it's the third one out of the series. Now with Halloween, is like, you know, we 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 have quite a few of them, and Rob Zombie tried to remake uh, try to remake them, and he did a wonderful job for the first one. I really enjoyed the first one. The second one, not as much. Now Halloween Kills, I, I enjoyed it, and you know, Danny McBride is actually attached to that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had a much darker tone, and it's funny that you say the burning thing. Like I already knew he's getting out of that fucking house before the movie Everybody ended. Everybody did. Everybody so did. I, that doesn't bother me. Like there, I'm sure. I hope they explain it so it doesn't wonder like where he's like, "Well, did he it's, get a spoon and tunnel out?" Like it's shut it's the gonna fuck be. Up. It's he didn't need a spoon. He's strong. Out. He punched his way out and then burrowed he might, through the ground. He might. Michael Myers, smash! You don't, you don't know this, but Michael Myers is an expert excavator. Okay, you didn't know that. That's good. Yeah, uh, apparently so, he made Mammoth Cave barehanded. Yeah, the thing that bothered me in that movie was so you know how she had like the the trap door thing like hidden under the kitchen aisle mm-hmm. island, yeah. and so they go down there, and so she gets the little button thing and goes down there, and if I am not mistaken. She leaves that thing upstairs. She doesn't take it downstairs with her. But not only that, it's like, as soon as they get done there, he's in the house within seconds. So yeah. you got to think, like, if you have the front doors there and you got the living room, the kitchen is no more than 30 feet away. So as soon as he comes in, she's going back up to try to fight him. It's like, how would he not know that that's happening right there, you know, seconds later? I guess that's the only thing that bothered me, which he does end Halloween up pulling logic. the thing off. Right. I mean, that's the only thing that ever bothered me with that part of the movie. Halloween logic. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Let me ask you guys Halloween this. Logic. In, in those movies, how does it work where people are running and then they're walking? And they always trip. And they always get caught. <laughs> they teleport. <laughs> they know, I mean, all, so they know all, the, all the portals. Okay. okay here, just kidding. I'm, I figured it out on my own. Hold on. Tunnels. I forgot he's an expert God excavator. So, so this is what I'm going to say. What is the the quickest way to get from point A to point B? A straight a line. Straight line. A straight line. He's walking. Mm-hmm. He's walking towards them. They're running all zigzag and everything, falling down, tripping over their feet and their titties, or the mud or whatnot, and they always catch them. So what you're My saying Pokemon is, gotta catch them all. Just run straight and run true, and you'll never so, get caught. I, you know, I have all the. All the scary movies I've ever seen, I've only honestly seen one where you have somebody that is running away and it actually takes the the creature or the monster or whatever to time to catch them. You ever seen uh, It Follows? Yes. So like whenever they run, like like it, it sometimes it takes them two or three days because they are walking and like if they drive for three hours, it takes them however long to actually mm-hmm. catch up. But it always follows. <clears throat> But it always follows. Oh my goodness! It knows where. I you can't are. wait for there's something, whatever you're you excited to talk about, and I'm going to. Uh. <laughs> but it follows is a very creepy fucking <laughs> movie, and that that is the creepiest movie I think I've watched in a long time. What's the like? I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about it. Um, but like, what's the 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 monster or the villain in it? Is it just a person? So it's kind of like referred to, uh, it's like, it's a succubus. Okay. So like the premise of the movie is it's, it's odd. And when I say it, it's going to make you smile and just shake your little head. Keep the weirdness, (laughs) set that aside and just focus on the, it follows. 
no, kind of no. concept. Okay, so it doesn't explain how it starts or like or what's going on. So a girl goes on a date with a dude, and he fucking he like he, he's he has set like to go to the movies or whatever. They have sex in his car, and next thing you know, she's drugged. She wakes up. She's tied to a fucking chair, and he's like, "Hey, whatever you need, whatever you got to do." You need to like pass this on to somebody else. You need to have sex with them. Pass this on to somebody else. Don't let it come near you. Don't let it touch you. It will kill you. Blah blah blah. This is what you got to do. And he's freaking out, looking around, and like she sees like a naked person just walking to him. There's this naked woman like coming up to her, and that's the premise. Is like you have it's like an STD almost. You have to give it to somebody else because if, if it catches you and grabs you, it kills you. It's called so, the ring. So my question with that is like what happens how would it get passed on if it just killed the person? Like if like does someone exactly. just have to take the bullet and be like I'm going to end this here and get Nope. Nope. So as my understanding so like if it's after you, you have sex with somebody so it skips over you, it goes to that next person. Once they kill that person, it goes back to you. So well, essentially that's cheap so essentially, you'd want that person that you had sex with to have sex with somebody else, and them, and so forth. They get it further down the line from you. So let but me get this straight. It's coming back. Let me get this straight. So it would kill the person that didn't have sex, and then it would go back down the line of everybody that it was attached to, and kill them all until yes. So, so like once gotcha. these people gotcha. get old, gotcha. they're all fucked. Like I could just see a bunch of six-year-olds yeah, sitting much. in a retirement home, and then. It follows, follows them. Succubus comes and kill them. And like, you just have this mass weight. Is this but, what is this what COVID is? Is it the succubus like killing all the seniors? There it is. There but it is. I mean, so I mean, I mean, it, 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 it's kind of weird. But I mean, it has very creepy like scenes in the movie. And I mean, it's it's definitely worth a watch. I promise. Like, if you honestly gave it an honest chance and get past like the STD kind of sex killer succubus thing. It's really creepy. How many? Sex let me kills. ask you this: in the movie, how many? So obviously, in the opening scene, the guy passes it, and then does it just? Is it that that chick for the whole movie, or does she get to fuck and pass it, and then it follows that person? So, to answer your question, if you was a pretty young girl that just got this um, thing passed on, how hard would you think it would be for her to pass it on to somebody else? Not at all. Probably That's why bad. I'm saying like. She pre- like so. It, does it kind of go through like a time span, and you just get to see a bunch of people, or does it finally get to like some nerd dude who's like, so I got to hook up with the. <laughs> so you get the. Uh, so she try. I mean, she tries to pass it off, and she does, but the thing catches up with them because she doesn't explain it to them. Uh, and and then it comes back like, for her, and then she's yeah, like, and, and, it, and it doesn't quite like explain it but like i like she went and she had had the sex with like three dudes at once i think and all the dudes end up dying and then it comes back for her but i mean she's trying to pass it off but eventually like if it kills them it comes back okay but so also it's like so if she gets in a car and she drives five hours away it's going to take this thing a long time because it's not like it drives or nothing like it walks nobody else can see it but you the person that, that it's is, following. That it's following. You can see that, but it can look like anybody. Mm-hmm. Any anybody. It can but look like anybody. But is it always anybody. naked? 
<laughs> it, not always. Most of the time, it is naked, but there's a couple of scenes where it's it's not. So, like, but do they know? Like, oh fuck, that's it. No, that's the thing. Like, if they have clothes on, it, it's kind of hard to tell. But if they're naked, it, they're going to seem out of place in a crowd of people. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I asked if it's always naked. Because if it's always naked, then it's like, oh shit, yeah, naked pretty... dude in the mall. I need to fucking bail. Yeah. Like you probably never go to a nude beach if the it is following you. I don't know. And, and, and <laughs> I, don't I guess know. that's that's like another thing that like bother, like creeps me out with movies is just random ass naked people. It, it just freaks me to fuck out. Have you guys that's seen uh, Hereditary? You guys like that, yeah. right? Yes, Hereditary. So at the, end of, at the end of the at the end of that one, you have all those just naked happy people just kind of standing by the treehouse. Yeah, that freaks me the fuck out. It's like it, it just bothers me. Just random naked people. It that's just, a that's an American nudity. thing for sure. Nudity scares Tom. <laughs> I feel like nudity makes a lot of Americans uncomfortable. Like the idea of being naked in front of other people. I mean, don't get oh, me wrong, sure. myself included. I don't want y'all to see yeah. me naked. Hell no. Nah. Nobody can see I my body. Going to webcams. <laughs> well, that's for after the podcast, Fred. You weren't supposed to tell Kong and Jay about that. Damn it. <laughs> Well now I got now I gotta hang around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh hell. Well yeah. Uh we uh, definitely kind of ventured off from Stephen King, but uh he kind of shaped a, an entire genre of film and, and writing that you know is gonna lead you in that direction kind of naturally, sure. I think. For sure. Yeah, I think I think he had a lot to do with that. Uh him and him and John Carpenter. We'll have to talk about him one day. Yeah, we'll have to do a John Carpenter episode. Yeah, John John Carpenter's. He was he was one of my favorites. And um, Romero, George yes. Romero. Yes, we will definitely get into him. I, I love George Romero. I bet you do. Yeah, and John Carpenter. But for now, Stephen King. It was a good talk, y'all. It really was. It was. Before we go here, was, I've got a. Uh... Give me one second. Um, I've got a really good stat for you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. For uh, I gotta pull it up so I don't fuck it up. I don't. I don't want to fuck up the percentages. I'm pretty sure I know it off the top of my head. You want accurate numbers, Murdoch? It is a uh, so it's a Super Bowl fact for you guys. So fun facts for you because the Super Bowl is on Sunday. I don't know if this will be out before then maybe that day or the day after but uh so tom brady has made it to the super bowl 52 percent of the seasons that he started as a quarterback steph curry over his career averages 43 percent on his three points so tom brady is more likely to go to the super bowl than steph curry is to make a three-pointer oh man you just did you just you just made Anybody who's listening that's a Steph Curry fan, you just piss them off. <laughs> and, and, Anybody that's not a Tom Brady fan, is I was I was literally exactly. gonna say I, I could see it on Templeton's face. I could see it like God what? damn it, I hate him. What is that? I'm assuming it's a basketball. Yeah. I'm assuming it's a basketball player since he said three pointers. Yeah, yeah, one of the best three shooters in in this era, I'd say. Yeah. For sure. Like, I don't watch sports. I just watch dumb horror movies about cars that kill people. <laughs> <laughs> and it that follows. And, 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 and Michael Myers smashing. <laughs> and excavating. 
and excavating. So you're gonna you're gonna go and watch it with me there, Jeremy. Since you're talking all this craziness, you're gonna go see it with me. What's that? Halloween kills? Of course. I'll be more than happy to join you, bud. Absolutely. I, I will I'll, get I'll popcorn. We can get popcorn and share it. Yeah, I, I hope it's large and I hope it's butter that you put on it. It is. I do. Don't let Kong set it in his lap. No, I want it in his lap. That's the best place for it. Well, we would have to get a small popcorn for that. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about your lap, well, not your penis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh snap! Well, guys, um, for those of you listening at home, just want to let you know where to find this lovely publication. You can really go just about anywhere you get your podcasts, but uh, you can come here to Buzzsprout. You can go to Spot. We're on Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher. Um, again, we are working on iTunes, so just be patient with us. It take it takes some time with that. Yeah, and you can find us on all the social medias: Facebook, Twitter. We have an Instagram. Uh, it's going to be FMJ Bros. Yeah, for yeah. Instagram, FMJ. And if you need somebody to talk to late at night, eight five nine six four zero zero seven nine four. I'm always. Available. I don't. I was going to say I don't know whose number that is. So <laughs> it's not mine. And then um, Twitter's going to be at Bros FMJ. You can find us there. And then Facebook, obviously, is FMJ Podcast Bros. And, uh, yeah, just like, you know, like us, follow us, whatever you want to do. Yeah, and you're going to want to check out our next show. We're going to be talking about um, black history and, and uh, film and like gaming and just kind of the stuff that we talk about anyway, but just, you know, with the black history element. Saying that it is February and it is Black History Month, I think that would, you know, that's just fitting. This podcast was brought to you by I Am Watching UP Security. We saw what you did, and we know who you are. But we won't tell anyone. We promise. Speaking of Spawn of White Devil. <laughs> Everybody, you want to say hi? Bye.